0: hello um this is the interns my name is karcher the host um unfortunately we don't have our co-host today but it's the very first podcast we are hosting um with our amazing guest who had a uh, short film win win a win win an award um at a film festival kyle openshaw hello
1: (laughs) yes i'm kyle openshaw I didn't realize this is the first
0: podcast. I feel so honored. Yeah, very first one. We did a couple practice runs, but now we're getting into it. Right on. Yeah. sweet. Let's do it. So me and Kyle have been uh, roommates for four years, Um, you know, know know him pretty well, and uh, he's looking to get into the um, entertainment industry. So Kyle, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your background and like what you want to do? Indeed.
1: Yeah. So I go or I went, I guess I graduated. I went to the University of Arizona uh, with Karcher. We happened to be random roommates freshman year and it just kind of stuck <laughs> through there. Uh, at the U of A, I went to school for film and television. Um, there's like two cra- uh, two tracks at the University of Arizona. You can either go the uh, Bachelor of fine, fine Arts route. Um, And that's really production focused. And then the route that I went was more producing and like business centric. But I really still wanted to have like this senior thesis film, which all the BFA kids get to do. So just outside of school, I had written a script and rounded up some of the friends I had made at school, which all happened to be in the theater program, uh, which was very helpful. And then some of the film friends that I made along the way, and we decided to shoot shoot a film just outside the school, and that kind of became uh, my like thesis film, so to speak. Even though it wasn't for a class, um, yeah. So I,
0: is this is this where do you have like a goal in mind of um what what role you want to go into in the entertainment industry, like a certain job, like director, um, casting?
1: Yeah, I think I, I don't know. It's hard because there's so many different um, aspects to film, especially when you get into higher end productions, it seems to get more, um, uh, what's the right word? Uh, More like niche, I guess. Um, So like the broadest term, I would love to be a director of photography. My whole background came from photography. I got an old film camera and got super into developing film. I think Karcher watched me put some rolls through my bathtub Uh, back in our old apartment. Um, But yeah, just photographic composition. So uh, learning about cameras as I transition out of school and into, uh, I guess, the film industry, so to speak, uh, I'm looking for roles in assistant camera work uh, and also DIT, which is uh, pretty much just like transferring files from computers to hard drives and uh, checking colors and scopes and stuff like that. So I think short term, more of like assistant camera work and long term, hopefully director of photography. And I directed the short film that I did, which was a whole lot of fun. So
0: maybe Man, something around there. What are you, what are you doing right <laughs> now? So like right Josh this search. second. Yeah. Like the, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, I wish I had more of an exciting answer. Uh, after graduating, I needed money. And uh, unfortunately, especially in film, uh, lower level independent stuff doesn't tend to get a lot of money. So I'm currently working at two restaurants. I serve at a breakfast place in the morning and I serve at a steakhouse at the nighttime, just trying to save money, hopefully to move out to Los Angeles uh, within the next couple of months here. Um, there's been have... little
0: film work. Do you have, a, like, a goal in mind for, like, the next next three years of where you want to see yourself?
1: I have no clue. I really, like, like taking this step out to L.A. is just going to be, like, a jump to just see what happens. Um, I have slowly built up my, like, production kit. So a lot of times when you hire assistant cameras, they have all of their own tools that they'll bring to set. And they're, like... Um, They just have like their kit. So I've been building out, you know, all the correct tools that I need to have to be an assistant camera. Uh, I actually recently just built a film cart, which was really exciting. Those things go for like $3,000 online. And I built one out of a painter's scaffolding with some plywood shelves. And I built power into it for like 300 bucks total. So I'm hoping to just go out there. And um, having gone to school for film is nice because you get to meet all these people that are doing, you know, like the same thing as you. So there is a U of A alumni, David Borenstein. He had a really cool short film called Unholy Moly, where, um, I mean, it's a crazy film. It's where this lady like gives birth to an avocado baby is the best way that I can describe <laughs> it. Um, but he has another film coming out called Zits, where a lady like pops herself to death effectively wow. the script is gruesome um but that's gone on to win some awards and he was looking for help and he reached out to some u of a alumni and so hopefully that'll be the first project i get to work on out there and kind of showcase like hey i'm out in la i you know i have these yeah. tools i have this knowledge can i do you want to hire me for the next project so three years Uh, from now not a clue i just uh i'm gonna go out and hope for the
0: best is it because i feel like right now a lot of people are struggling to like find find jobs and stuff because i don't know weird market i've had a lot of friends that are just like going through it right now do you think especially in the film industry is it like rough trying to trying to get jobs when in la that's kind of what everybody wants to do there
1: Oh, I'm sure it is.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a lot of competition. And right now with the, all of the strikes going on, it's there's not a lot of work um, or so I've heard. I mean, I'm not really in that.
0: Yeah. Uh, have, have you looked at it much? Because I know um, the SAG-AFRA just after just like they, they couldn't agree on, on terms in the last negotiation. Yeah, so I'm not
1: sure. I know that, um, the writers reached a really good negotiation, which is great. Um, but the actors have not, and it sounds like it probably won't resolve until the new year. Um, but even like outside of all of those strikes, like outside of the, the writers and the actors, there's so many people that are basically like silently striking along with them, even though it's like not this official thing because these two, um, unions, can't work nobody else in the industry can and so you know i've read that there has been tens of thousands of jobs lost over you know the past however many months this has been going on so what do I we know, think, what i think it's guess... gonna
0: happen to like the whole industry if they can't come to an agreement soon I am like the least qualified shows? person to answer
1: that question. I have no clue. Um, this is speculation. Kind of, all right. For for as long as people exist and need entertainment, movies are going to get made. Um, but it's, it's a scary industry because um, really the fact that any movie can get made is a miracle. The fact that any amount of money can be brought together to get people to like act and and film these things and light these scenes um it's not really a necessity uh it's not like a plumber who you know you're going to get guaranteed work film is like almost a luxury and so it's i th- i think it's just hard to to know how much is going to be allocated to that luxury in the future but people will always be trying to make movies. So hopefully there will be work yeah. to some capacity in the future.
0: All right. I'm going I'm to switch the topic a little bit. Yeah. How, how is, how, how do you feel life is just life is like after college? Cause I feel personally, it's like a, it's a big, it's a big switch. You know, you don't have, you're not going to school. You're not seeing a ton of people every day. So yeah. I feel like it's just a big, Big difference going out, not, not as of, much social stuff. No,
1: not at all. I mean, yeah. now that I'm working, it's like, you know, you go to work and you come home and that's that's that. School was like, yeah. okay, well, we got to get through these assignments, but then now let's go out and, like, party year Let's go hang out. or, um, I mean, yeah, you know what our apartment was like. I feel like we just had people there all the time because <laughs> what else was there to do? Um, yeah. And it's been weird not seeing you or just like seeing all these people that I've spent the past four years with that are now just not here anymore. It's, it is
0: strange. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting what, what friendships last because you feel, you feel like you meet so many people in your life, but like once, like once college exits, like even in high school, that people that like you knew you just you somehow don't, don't reach out to them anymore. And then you slowly like drift away and you only yeah, have uh... no,
1: I think it's important to, to keep those contacts, uh, in contact yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because yeah, life, life tends to get in the way and people will, you know, just get caught up in what they're doing. And if you're not careful, you'll get caught up in what you're doing. And then you'll realize you've gone three years without talking to this person that, um, you used to hang out with every day.
0: Do you have any, uh, do you have any, uh, funny stories from, uh, you're working at the restaurant jobs? Oh
1: boy. Funny stories from restaurant jobs. I don't know. I, got it. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, the other day I was sitting in the, I just, I think a restaurant job is interesting because you see so many people from so many different walks of life.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, you see people that you don't even think are real. The other day, I was <laughs> sitting in, like, the foyer of this, uh, this breakfast place, and this guy was in an electric scooter, and he was driving down, and he had sunglasses on inside, and he didn't see the set of steps. And so he rolled his scooter straight down the steps, got launched forward, <laughs> fell out of his scooter, and like, it made the loudest noise. I ran over and I was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? And I started picking up his books and he looks at me and he goes, is the Mets game on? And I was like, what are <laughs> you talking about? And then all these other people were helping him up and he started calling. I don't know if I can cuss on this, so I'm not going to, but he started like, like, calling people cuss words and like getting super upset and angry and then he started saying that we live in a simulation and that this computer system is like gone to hell and back and like like this just complete like those people exist and working in a restaurant you you see all of that so it's there's never a dull moment that's for sure because you don't really know
0: these people and um I feel like the tip, going the tip almost on. always, um, is like, is not a representation of how you did. It's just, I feel like everybody just tips how they tip and you're going to yeah. get it either way. Actually, I, had jobs where really, I thought I was doing amazing.
1: I absolutely hate the fact that, um, there, there are tips in, in that. I mean, it's great because it's a really good way to make money, but it's weird. Um, yeah. having no, I mean, in, my in salary, Europe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah yeah based off of tips and because of that i get paid way less hourly but you know again this is just like you just got to stick it out right now or at least i'm sticking it out i if i have to serve the rest of my life i'm that's not gonna (laughs) be a great life so just for the short term it's it's good money
0: it's good to have i know and places like places like japan if you tip them they like they get pissed. At you feel like what? You don't think you don't think I make enough money? Yeah, no, and... it's a completely different culture.
1: Um, it's it's like how um, you know if you're if you're in the U.S. and you see somebody sleeping on the subway, you're like oh yeah. like what is this dude doing? But in in yeah. Japan, if somebody were to fall asleep on like the metro, it's it's this like oh he's really hard working, or they're a really hardworking person.
0: Oh. Completely different. Yeah, uh, it's just cultures. two different perspectives on on life. And what yeah. you are supposed to be doing. Perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. They've gotten outrageous with tips. I like yeah. like restaurants. I yeah, you know, I understand that. But once you know the little turn pad, they like they turn it. Look at you, twenty percent, and they all they did was like click three buttons. <laughs> like oh, oh okay, perfect. Yeah, and yeah, everything's tips now. So <clears throat> back to back to entertainment and stuff. (laughs) Um, I know you are, uh, currently in a relationship. Um, how do you think that is affecting, um, like your work goals and what you want to do? Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, it's hard. I've been in a relationship for almost a year and a half, just about, um, it's the longest relationship that I've ever been in. And, in, you know, the next couple of months, I'm about to move out to Los Angeles uh, and my girlfriend is about to move to Utah to go dance for school there. And so. I think that we've just been really open in communication about um, understanding that we we each have these different goals and try to be there the best to support each other. I think relationships take a lot of time, which I think is hard. I've noticed for um, you know, when you're working on a film set, like this next weekend, I, I'm helping out on a U of A set, which is fun that I'm still getting invited back, even though I've graduated. Um, but it's, I mean, they're long, they're long days. Um, effectively, I just know that I'm probably not going to see her for the next three to four days because of, of this set. It's irregular hours and it, it just takes a lot of time. But I think... Um, I think being mindful of one another and just doing the best you can to communicate about each of your needs uh you know allows you that that support because i think support's important especially when (laughs) everything seems so up in the air yeah
0: that's i mean that's it's awesome awesome to have somebody that's you know there for you i know i'm not i'm not in a relationship and just looking like dating in your twenties, feel like is a whole is a whole mystery. <laughs> it's where do you meet people? You know, yeah. college was the place. <laughs> Missed your time, slot, You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's true at all, but nah. Yeah, it's a little weird. Going going to your twenties, I feel like is like is like the middle middle area where you kind of start to change as a person. Um, yeah. Just because your whole, your whole life changes. And like r- right now, a lot of people are just going back and living at home Um just because it's, it's too expensive to live anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, like there, there used to be a time where like there, it was like a one income family and like just one guy could support a whole family. And now it's almost like, like everybody has to work and now it's hard to like get apartments and stuff everybody's just trying to save up and it's it's a whole different culture now it could be due to like it's it's crazy the difference between the the
1: like the median home price even like to rent an apartment and what people make hourly it's ridiculous i mean this is the first time that um that i've been responsible for my own rent and groceries and you know bills like that i graduated college and became you know self-sufficient i had to talk with my parents Absolutely it's like important. okay you are you are you now good luck <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah but it's, it's it's hard like, i wish i wish i didn't need to make money because then i could just make movies and not give a crap yeah. about anything else i know
0: that would be awesome it's it's so awful um I mean, for me, just looking at jobs, you'll see, you'll look at like entry-level jobs, and then you'll like look at the listing, and it's like minimum three years experience. I'm like, bro, bro how how do I get experience if all the jobs, if all the jobs require like this amount of time in order to get into?
1: Yeah, it's, right. It's the question.
0: The workplace is it's just so hard. I mean, I get it, you know, from an employer like an employer standpoint, you want somebody that's actually has gone like done the stuff before and will be good but some of the like the wages for stuff that requires like like four years of experience like I'll see I'll see four to five years of experience listed and it'll be at like like 25 dollars an hour I'm like <laughs> what yeah that's crazy i I have no clue uh
1: how any of this is gonna work out but we'll see what happens' C'est la vie C'est la vie. I think 20s is a really good place to be um, because there's a lot of time. I I rest well in knowing that I could just mess everything up, burn everything that I have, you know, attempted towards to the ground and still have time to figure it out again.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. it, it I think for me it's felt like, Like every year is just like a, like a, what's like, what's the next step? What do you need to get, get to, to get to this place? Like, like even college, Oh, you're going to need to get your bachelor's. Oh, now you need to do this to get to this step. And I think especially our generation, we want, our goal is more to have a job that we like rather than a job that pays us well, or maybe, I mean, obviously not everybody, but I think our generation has more people that think like that. Um, because you value time. I mean, I want to, like, I want to be happy in my job. I want to find some place that, yeah, who doesn't, right. I'll love what I'm doing. And even, even if it doesn't pay as much, but
1: yeah, we'll see. I think I, uh, I would like to tell myself that I hope that I don't fall into, uh, just yeah the trap of needing more money and, like as much, yeah. it would be really easy to stay like in what I'm doing right now, stay serving decent money. It, like it works. I know that I can support myself doing this. It's comfortable. Um, so trying to not fall into that comfort is, uh, I think, important if you know that you want to get out of it. Yeah. I,
0: I feel like it's really hard, like, Like, how do you get out of a rut when you're, like, doing that? You're working two jobs and, like, it's working for you, but you don't have that much extra free time to do other things to go where you want to go. And obviously, like, restaurant experience, like, I guess, companies, so, like, you're still working, but it doesn't look as good as if you would get, like, something else. So employers won't look at you. And, yeah, how how do you break out from having to be trapped by money and get into something you actually like
1: well i don't know if you'll ever be free from from needing money but just giving yourself uh just trying your best to give yourself that freedom to be creative and to do what you want to do um i've been working my butt off but um i got the opportunity uh this was like Two years ago, um, a film crew came out from from Boston and I was doing an internship at the time with a local filmmaker here in Tucson. And his name just kind of comes up when you're looking at film here in Tucson. And so this Boston crew reached out to him to see if he wanted to help their camera team. And he was busy, but he had been working with me in the internship capacity. So he recommended me to them and I got the opportunity to work on my first ever, you know, like real film set. It was a yeah. short film, you had like a $30,000 budget, nothing crazy, but also not, you know, not cheap change. Not a lot more than so, uh,
0: the U UV, UV
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. I actually got paid to do it this yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but working on that project was great. And recently uh, they decided to have a pre-screening of it out in Boston. And I've oh, been yeah. sitting here working all the time and like without Wait. even thinking about it, I hopped on and I booked a round trip ticket to Boston.
0: Going I found Boston? one for That's like awesome. 200 bucks, which isn't even That's that
1: bad. Crazy. And so I'm gonna go out to Boston for a couple of days and go be a part of that screening. And Wait, so round just- trip
0: to Boston, 200? Not bad, that is, that I know. That is amazing.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, if just if you have the the luxury to take a break from, you know, from working, giving yourself that space, like if there's something that sounds exciting to do, like try not to question it too much and just, you know, go go do it. I think it'd be really easy for me to tell myself, like, oh, like why would I like go out to Boston by myself for five days? Like, yeah. I don't even like, would it be weird? Do I stay with like who do I stay with?
0: I kind of just like, like that's jumped a great in. Great mindset to have, honestly. I find yeah. myself doing the opposite of like, oh no, like I like I gotta save money. I can't, I can't be doing stuff like
1: that. But it's it's good to save money. You know, what's really helpful is making a budget. This is like the most boring thing ever. (laughs) But sit down on like Excel or Google Sheets and and make yourself a budget where you can enter all you've made and all you spent into it. And when you can keep track of everything, you know with a lot more certainty what flexibility you have in being able to take a break from work or having to make money. Um, I think especially in college, I got really comfortable with just like, oh, you know, I'd get you know, a hundred dollars for, for this, I'd go spend it immediately on like food and drinks or whatever. Um, I wasn't really thinking about saving anything, but yeah, like keeping, keeping a track of your money and knowing what you have is, is been
0: really important. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's very smart. And I know there's a lot of things that we're like supposed to get into. Like, um, I don't know, whatever that, that credit card is that I I actually don't even know what it's called, like 401 K type stuff with jobs. Oh, but that's yeah. you actually have to be in a job. Yeah. Well,
1: your job will match it. You can actually uh, oh, yeah, yeah. open up a four oh one K or a okay. Roth IRA outside of a job. So which you should definitely yeah. you should definitely do. Uh, it's hard to just put that money away and not even think about it, but no
0: when, you, when you don't have that much future. money <laughs> you don't want to get rid of any of it even if you're not like getting rid
1: of it right well that's why percentages are great even if you don't have a lot of money you know 10 percent of a of your check is still yeah. just 10 percent, and Absolutely. so does add up i have had to not do a lot of things that i that i wanted to do um but it has allowed me to do more things that I would like to do later on. If that, if that makes sense.
0: So, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, be
1: good with your money.
0: It's kind of like, kind of like gambling, you know, I think, um, as like in the, in the entertainment industry, the jobs aren't like consistent, you know, it's not like salary based. It's more like, like contract type stuff. So it is kind of like, like, Oh, like you get that rush of, you get like a big job and you're like, let's do it. Let's go. Like I got money right now. These jobs can
1: pay really well.
0: Yeah. But but they are far and few between. You have to keep getting them because if you don't keep getting them, then you don't have a lot of money. (laughs) Right. And you also have to remember that even if you're getting
1: some crazy amount of money for this thing that needs to last you, for like this whole
0: time, for you have to treat it like time. you're
1: basically making minimum wage because you don't know when the next job is coming.
0: Essentially. Yeah. That's, that's why I think there's a lot cause I'm, I'm kind of doing like some acting on the side just for fun. I uh, look for Great. an actual job, but I think a lot of cause I, I talk to a lot of people and I think a lot of them are like running on that high of like, Oh yeah. Like I just got this big job. And yeah. once they hit that high, they're like, "Oh, I can do it again. I can do it again." But it like there's it takes, no guarantee. Too, there's no guarantee. There's absolutely no guarantee. And if it takes too there's long, there's
1: like then, literally. I mean, I guess in my experience so far, there's just like no security in There's no job security, security, security. especially
0: it. and especially yeah. with the strike after strike. It's just there's there's just no jobs right now. There's no jobs. There's getting, There's less and less and it's What a old.
1: time to be alive. What time to be alive. For real we'll so. see i think important conversations are happening and uh i mean the best you can hope for is just that all of this is for the better and that by the time it's resolved we'll be able to work in an industry that is more respectful of the people who make these films happen
0: Have you ever had uh, what was like your worst experience on set that like something happened or something went wrong that just made you go like, like, who are some of these people? I, I yeah. guess for, for an example, I, when I was a kid, I, I, I was also working as an actor um, and I was an extra on um, the San Andreas set. And I had this, I was supposed to walk with this like 40 year old lady. And she was just like 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 grabbing me the whole time as we were walking. And I was like 12 years old and she was talking about like her hemp business. She's like, hey you want to get into this you're trying to like legalize it i'm like what what are you talking about i'm 12 i don't know what's happening just trying to set me up with her with her niece fascinating (laughs) weird people Weird people on set you ever had it brings
1: it brings (laughs) i mean theater and film bring an interesting crew that's for sure but i think that's why i like it so much maybe not for old hemp ladies but yeah probably not old hemp ladies I don't. My worst experience on a set. Um, I, I think I'm grateful to say that I haven't had many bad experiences on a set, which I think is what keeps me in it. I mean, for the most part, people are really um, supportive and happy and creative and excited, uh, which is amazing. I think that there was a set that I worked on where the the director just. I just don't think that there was maybe enough planning that went into everything Hmm. and so when we were encountering you know like all these challenges on location uh the director effectively just like lost his cool and was like yelling at people to get done what he wanted to get done and you know changing things at the last second and just it didn't really feel super cohesive I think film especially is something that requires a lot of a lot of planning. Um, again, it's a miracle that these that these things happen and are made. There's, there's so much work. And this is what I learned when doing my short film. There's so much work that goes into every aspect. I mean, you're planning out. Um, you're building this world. Um, but to do that, you know, you need to get down location permits and you need to feed your crew and you have to, I mean... There's just so many moving parts.
0: Um, And, right, as, as like, a director of a a short film, which was insanely low budget, I feel like you start (laughs) to become every part of the project and not just one. So you're worrying about, like, the full story, like, does the story work? And then can you get this site? Can you manage the actors? Are all the props looking good? It's the opposite of what I was talking about earlier with
1: higher budget things becoming more specialized um, in every department. It's, yeah, it's the exact opposite of that. I mean, on my (laughs) film, I directed and DP'd it, which was an interesting choice. I'm not sure if I would do that again. I think (laughs) I wish that I had the chance to like really focus on one or the other, Um, but it was good experience nonetheless do you think why why do you think those like conflicted well i mean on one hand your camera is really uh technical and so making sure that you're properly exposed and you're in the right frame rate and just making there's a lot of things to check that are right Um, and your head is you know there in the camera and not so much focusing on what's happening in front of it. Or if you're focusing on the actors, sometimes you tend to, you know, not think about. Oh, wait, was I following the? You know, d- does this cut make sense? Did I even get, you know, this, this shot the way that I wanted it? There's just a lot to f- focus on. Hmm. Too many things on your plate.
0: It's basically the lower budget a project is, the more work, the more work you do.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think. Maybe.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I don't
1: know if it's necessarily... I find that no matter what set I'm on, there are tons of things to do always. Um, I think maybe the lower budget, the more stretched out you are. Uh, I think as things go higher in budget, there's just more moving parts. More like small details you're worrying about? Yeah, you have more equipment, you there's just more moving things. So in a way it almost balances out. They're just,
0: yeah, it's just different. Do you ever, do you ever want to make a movie? Like, do you have any like movie ideas where you're like, if I can make this, like, this is the film that I would want to do. Maybe. I thought it'd be funny
1: to make a film about a guy that robs a bank with peanut butter. Uh, Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think right now I'm just focused on, I would like to get a taste of what, you know, like professional, um, sets are, are like, and become engrossed in that before, before I move up. Cause I'm sure I could write a script and put something together again, but I want to, that's not so much the industry that's more of just like me making a, a project. I want to, I, I wanna venture out into the career aspect of doing that. And maybe one day that'll allow me to make another project. I wouldn't be opposed. I love making things. So who
0: if you if you had like like your dream choice of everybody in your cast, who who would you want? Like directing it, actors, if you know any like DPs oh or anything like that? I don't even know. Um
1: there's, there's a lot of creative people who I like for so many different
0: reasons. Um, All right, then we'll, we'll base I don't it off have an uh, answer, yeah. The peanut butter robber for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut butter heist. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Who's the main mean, actor? <laughs> we I got, we got Leo covered in peanut butter.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Leo would be great. I know Danny DeVito would be in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy. There's, there's some really fantastic DPs working. I mean, have you heard about the creator that just came out, um, with the Soffer? that he was a DP that just shot that film on, um, more of like a consumer edged camera. But anyway, I think that there's, there's a lot of people pushing the boundaries of, um, what qualifies as, uh, a movie and so yeah. i i honestly i couldn't name a cast or a you couldn't name a cast a no oh, you don't, <laughs> I don't do you even have so. like a favorite actor or anything no again my my background is is so much more in like like technical aspects of um mm. just like camera equipment
0: <laughs> all right so all oh, we guys we got a danny devito peanut butter robber that's what i'm hearing yeah about. sure danny that's, that's what i want to see in theaters of course all right. Well, uh, looks like our time's coming to an end. Gonna on. say uh, appreciate lovely. appreciate you, Kyle, for having you on. It is also yeah, Kyle's thanks birthday. For, thanks
1: for bringing me on. It is.
0: Thank you. And uh, he took the time out of his day on his birthday to come to the podcast. Of course. So appreciate it. Couldn't that. imagine a better way to spend it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so um, uh, this is The Interns, our first, first podcast ever. Hope everybody, hope everybody liked it on uh, behalf of Righteous Talents.